In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents the Betches Brides podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed. Because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hello and welcome back to Betches Brides. I'm Jordana Abraham. I'm Nicole Pellegrino. And we are back. We haven't done a listener email segment in a bit. I'm excited. I know me think? too. I'm very excited. I'm I'm excited that it's just us too. You know, we've had some great guest episodes recently. If you guys haven't listened, definitely do so. They're about, you know, skincare, beauty. I forget what else we've done. Wedding, the history behind all the weddings. But um, we're back to just, you know, give our plain old advice. <laughs> yeah. So wait, before we get into it though, give me some some wedding updates. I've been looking I forward to this moment. I saw on your, I saw on your story you're going to Tulum. I'm so I'm so excited and jealous. Yes, yes. So that's one of the big updates. Tulum is the Bachelorette that's happening late July. When? Where? July 15th oh. through the 18th. So that's Thursday through Sunday. We've booked our stay. There's so far I think there's 11 of us. There might be a couple more um, joining last minute, but. We booked at a um, a villa on the beach. You know, we made sure it's safe and everything. It's like part of a hotel. I will be definitely covering this whole trip in detail because so many of you have asked. But um, yeah, just started sort of well, scoping out the restaurants we want to look at and stuff like that. Nicole, let me know if you need any tips because Eileen had her bachelorette there. Um, so we've been there. It's so fun. Um, I was actually going to go there. You know, I'm getting married in Mexico. Um, so I was going to go there for my mini moon. But then I was like, it's like two and a half hours from the airport. So I was like, I feel like I'll be tired and I'd rather go to like a different hotel, like closer to yeah. um, where my wedding is. Yeah, how so. far is your or what part of Mexico is your wedding again? There's some it's in Playa del Carmen, which is like That's right. half an oh. hour, 45 minutes from the airport. Tulum's like far but yeah. I went there. I love it. It's a great. It, we. It's a great place to have a bachelorette. So fun. So, yeah. And by July, I, I think you'll be like fine. Very exciting. That's what I'm hoping. Like I'm gonna get vaccinated as soon as I possibly can. Um, and I know a lot of my friends that are going on the trip also are planning on doing that. Um, and yeah, I mean, we booked. We found an Airbnb, but again, it's like it's its own villa, like in the beach area of Tulum that we wanted, but it's kind of part of a larger hotel it's hard to explain but that said like the people who we booked through are like being very helpful they're like we can you know find transportation from the airport um so yeah i mean i'm excited to get more into planning that other than the bachelorette um oh this this is the moment we've all been waiting for like the listeners have been like calling me out for not sending out my change the dates yet because every episode I and they're not even invited imagine the people who are invited <laughs> exactly did you decide to do paperless post 
I did. I'm happy to report nice. that they have the send button was pressed. They were sent. Paperless post made it so easy. This is not sponsored. Um, I mean, and it's great. I people were opening them. It, you, it shows you who's opened you can it. See. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I loved it. And I linked. I Thank you. It really it took me a good two months to do that task. <laughs> Just had to like, gather. I feel like all the COVID news is such like a, you know, I mean, it's like a mind fuck a little bit. Like you get like excited and then you get like, then there's a bad article and you get like worried. And then there's a good article and you're like, this is on. And then there's a bad article and you're like, maybe not. So literally I can totally we- see your hesitation. Exactly. Exactly. But it was nice because I got to send out, I had all my hotel blocks linked on the website. So now all my guests can have started like booking their hotels for September and stuff. And that's important. You guys, I realized like hotel blocks is a whole nother. I know you don't have to deal with that. Lucky Jordana. Oh, I do. I have a, I have a hotel block at the, I'm getting married at a hotel. Do you just have one? block? Oh, it's, like, yeah, you- it's just one, but because <laughs> it's at I don't the know- hotel. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't have like, I'm not getting married at like a place and then having several other blocks yeah, like yeah. around it. I see what you like. I, yeah. It would be weird. I think for my guests to come to my wedding and not stay at the hotel stay that the wedding is at. Yeah. Did you, for yours, did you book a block that encompasses all of the different rooms, all that your like entire guest list? So I'm not sense? sure how, how, I'm not sure how it works with like most hotels, but with our hotel, it was kind of like you had to almost like pay in advance and reserve a certain number of rooms. Um, but then you also get concessions based on like how many people actually wind up booking rooms. But you kind of like and so we pick like but they uh, they give the guests all the options, but they can only guarantee the rooms that we like pay in advance for. Oh, okay. that makes sense. Is that confusing? Yes. Probably. No, because so like, then you can add to it if you need. Yeah, so like people can buy any kind of room that they want, any suite, any regular room, like a whole wide range of prices. But mm-hmm. the only rooms that are like guaranteed to be available to our guests um, are the ones that we that are part of the block. But like the hotel, my the hotel that that I'm having it in is like over 200 rooms, so I'm not like particularly worried about people not being able to get the rooms and the the rates are good for any room, like are discounted for any room. Oh, nice. Um, but is that not the, is that not how it works with No, yours? with mine, I'm a little confused because, you know, I'm a visual person and can't physically retain information unless they see it. But I kind of get what you're saying. Um, no, but <laughs> um, with mine, it's just they when we booked it, we didn't we did the thing where you don't want to pay money at any money to reserve hotel blocks. So we just said, like, give us I forget exactly what it's called, but we just said, like, give us 10 rooms at this hotel. And then if we need to add to it, we can, we will, we'll call you back and like, let you know, like once we see how much guest demand we're having for the rooms. So we did that at multiple hotels in the area, including the one that I'm getting married at, but we wanted to give more options because in Annapolis, there's a bunch of the hotels like around and the one we're getting married at was a little more expensive of rates. So just wanted to give people like, you know, more affordable options. Um, But it's just, it's stressful because now the hotels that we booked at, including the one I'm getting married at, they're like, oh, it's going to be a really busy weekend in Annapolis, Maryland. There's like a Navy Academy home game. I don't even know what sport. Um, 
football, I think, but there's like a home game. It's Labor Day weekend. People are going to do the beach. Traffic is going to be there, like all this stuff. So um, that's been kind of stressful. I'm like trying to like call and add. Given that they're saying you don't get, we're not giving you any more rooms. Is that what they're basically as of right now, they're saying that, but I think once we get to, once our blocks basically get filled, that's when they'll add more rooms. Right. Um, I kind of have I to can f- see why that would be stressful because you don't want to be like messaging your guests being like book immediately. Yeah, um, which I've so done that, with some of them already. <laughs> like, for the, pe- for the people who you're like, oh, I really want to make sure this person gets a room. Um, right. You do that. Like but family. like I can see where I. Yeah, I feel like anything unknown is really stressful. So like not knowing if they're going to give you these rooms makes it so much harder to plan and feels you like makes you feel like you have so much less control. I totally, totally get that. I feel that way about the weather. Yeah. <laughs> for, oh. Like when I'm getting married. Oh, that's right. Well, at least I I didn't realize Mexico had a rainy season until one of my followers pointed it out when I was like going there for my bachelorette. They were like, I think you're going during the rainy season. And I was like, oh, fucking great. Whatever. It'll still be fun. Yeah. I think you're out of the rainy season, though. So November should be I think so. (laughs) But I'm pretty like the hurricane season is like September. But I mean, oh, you never great. know. So I'm always, I'm always like a little concerned about the weather. Like I just want it to be like, an, obviously, like you want it to be a nice sunny weekend and people are traveling. Like, just, right. but there's no way to control it. So I'm trying to like not worry about it because there's just nothing I can do about it. Um, exactly. But I got a dress. So I'm excited. What? Um, oh, my God. Yeah. I picked so a dress last week. I have to say, I didn't. I wonder. It's kind of like um, I got it from Mark Ingram. They were amazing. Really, really yeah. helpful. Um, in Sammy's Manhattan, there, you guys right? should check them out. No, Sammy was met wedding salon in Manhattan. I think so was Elaine. No, just kidding. But um, mine was but mine was from Mark Ingram. They did. They were so helpful. Um, and I feel like really good about it. But it's interesting because like I feel like everyone's like you have to have that like aha like this is definitely it moment. Um, I just don't think I'm that kind of person. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I just don't feel like I'm like blindly obsessed with anything but like I, lo- I really like it and I'm really excited about it we've talked about this Ashley and I forever ago analyzed this back when I in like 2019 when I was looking at dress dresses because I didn't have an aha moment either and we determined why it's because somebody like you you look good in every kind of dress because you're like tan Thanks, skinny <laughs> you know whatever <laughs> so like you not just trying to sound like cocky or pretentious or whatever like you're gonna find a lot of dresses that you love and not like one like you don't have a specific body where like you can only wear this type of dress which some people have and they find the dress for them and but it's I feel like that's right with me I was like oh I love all of these it's just like a matter of which one I want (laughs) I think some people are also like way more like particular detail oriented maybe and like then they're like they can like you know easily exclude a lot because it doesn't matter i I didn't have like such a crazy vision for Mm -hmm. what it was going to look like so i was open to a lot of options and i'm really excited about the dress that i chose but it's just funny because like they sit you know what i mean they're like you're gonna have that moment where you're like this is definitely and i had that moment about like a few different ones so it wasn't yeah i like either there were like three dresses where i was like this dress could like totally work like I, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean and they all look very similar to each other so it really just came down to like just pick can you, you know share I mean? details about what yours looks like or is Mike like in the background 
he's sitting next to me. Um, so, <laughs> but after the wedding, I will share all the details about my journey. Um, okay. And okay. Fair enough. Yeah. So that was my big moment. And I booked a videographer. I bit the bullet and I was like, you know what I mean? I was debating that I think like a couple months ago. And yes. then I talked to, I asked literally every single person that's like asking me how wedding plans go, planning is going. I'm like, did you have a videographer? Do you like them? Like, did you, did you not like, because I'm going to use theirs. I'm like, did you regret, like, did you feel like you, if you didn't get one, did you want one? Or like, you know what I mean? Like I just had, I just mm -hmm. wanted someone to tell me like, definitely get it or definitely don't. And most of the people that I spoke to um, were like, yeah, I don't really look at the footage, but like, I'm glad I have it. So yeah. That's the general consensus these yeah. days. I'm seeing with our audience. We did a poll yesterday about this because literally somebody asks this question like once a day and people are now leaning towards like, yes, get a videographer. You you'll want to have the footage. It's not like you're going to watch it once a day. Right. And well, that was it. that was my rationale. I was like, I'm going to get video footage because they can't get it back after. But I'm like not going to get like the crazy package. I'm not getting like, right. You know I mean, the two day like crazy extensive like half an hour video thing like i'm getting like a reasonable normal package um yep so i feel good about it because now I, everything that you just make it the best thing about making decisions is you're like great now i don't have to think about it anymore like it's the best put it, you know what i mean i get you get decision fatigue but the yeah. same days you're probably just like thinking about like i should do this i should do this. not even like it's like probably it's so much it's not even hard to actually do it it's just mm -hmm. hard to like think about mental it's energy is mental worse list. than the, right the yeah. physical energy so i would say like there's nothing feels better than just like deciding like when i picked the dress i was like great because i spent like two weeks if just like agonizing like what if i do this one what if i do this one and then i was like these all look great i'm just gonna pick and just i picked do it. and then i was like great i haven't thought about it since i'm very excited <laughs> That's why on the Instagram, no, I fully agree. You, you'll you have like a whole list and it feels so good to check things off. That's why on the Batches Brides Instagram, I've started a little thing called one task a day where we each, we all have to do, we've all vowed to do. And when I say we, I mean me and the audience have all vowed to do one thing towards our weddings a day. That way it'll keep me from not procrastinating as much as I do and it'll help everybody just like get shit done, like cross that thing off the list. Just do it because then it won't be on your mind. Right. So, yeah, that's really the, that's the real reward of getting it done. It's not even like that it's done. It's just that it's now off of your mental plate. Exactly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just $98 a month. You can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh-oh, I spilled something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value. 
at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BRIDES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BRIDES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code BRIDES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. I think today we're going we're gonna to talk a lot about bridal parties, right? Yes. We've been getting a lot of questions about them. There's such, I feel like there's so much like drama around bridal parties. So I'm glad we're getting into this because I feel like a lot, we get so many emails about the tensions between bridesmaids, yes. the tensions between the bride and the bridesmaids, you know, who to pick, who not to pick. It's so much like, there's so much like char- charged like energy around the bridal party, I feel. So there always is. It's yeah. the biggest thing we get asked about all the time. Totally. So let's get into it. Should I read the first email? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Hello, brides. I have a hypothetical question that has not come up yet, but it's already giving me anxiety. I have this friend, Reed Frenemy. We have a long history together as both roommates and friends. Our boyfriends are in the same college friend groups who are constantly in the same circles. I don't like the way she treats people, and I've tried to distance myself more recently. I've remained cordial, but I but I would not call her my best friend. She just got engaged and I'm getting nervous that she's going to ask me to be in the bridal party. I'm not engaged yet, but would not want her her to be a bridesmaid in my future nuptials. Um, I want the best for her and want her to have a beautiful wedding, but I would feel phony standing as a bridesmaid and I don't want there to be an expectation that I would return the request. Any advice on how to politely decline a bridesmaid proposal slash request? For a better picture, she has expensive taste and is a pretty demanding person. I don't imagine her being a bridesmaid would be very much fun or financially feasible. Also, my boyfriend does not like her fiancé. He's mean, too. So I'm not, I'm not worried about hard feelings in that relationship, but there are people we see almost weekly. Thank you in advance. That is very often to see another couple. Yeah. What do you think? I loved this question because we never get this, like, reverse question we always get the question of like what do I do if um you know how do I how do I tell a friend that she's not in my bridal party or how do I tell a friend she is in my we don't get the the perspective of the bridesmaid not wanting to be asked to be in the bridal party so love this question um Well, first of all, I wouldn't do anything until she definitely asks you. First things first, let's not let's not jump the gun now. Don't. But it sounds like she's pretty confident that she will be asked. I think I think it's good that she's self-aware that she doesn't want to be in the because the flip side of this is like she gets asked. She says, yes, She's miserable. She doesn't really like this girl. She doesn't want to be her bridesmaid. She just kind of is like going through the bridesmaid motions, being a miserable bridesmaid, which we definitely don't want like her to just suck it up and say, yes, I'll be your bridesmaid. So I think when this girl, when, when it comes down to it and she asks you, even if she asks you, if she asks you, (laughs) yeah, even if she asks in a super like nice way, It'll be awkward as fuck, but I think she just needs to be straight up with her and and kindly say, like, look, I'm so flattered you asked me. Um, you know, I know, I know she can say all these things, like, I want the best for you, and I know you're going to have a beautiful wedding. I 
you know, I hope I'm there. I just, I don't think that um, I'm in the best spot to be your bridesmaid. And I would almost more of like, this is where I think a little white lie might come in handy. Like this is where I would kind of, um, she brings up the part at the end where she says financially feasible. Like I don't like, I would cling to that. I would play that up a little bit and kind Mm -hmm. of make that my reason. The only thing is I wouldn't want her to push back and be like, Oh no, promise I'll make everything cheap. Like you'll be fine. That would suck. Cause then it's like, what's my reasoning then? But right. I mean, it seems like that's her biggest hurdle. I mean, other than like the expense and like, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like, I agree. I wouldn't like, be like i don't like you that much so i'm not interested in being a bridesmaid because <laughs> i think that's a little too honest but i i agree with you i would definitely get into the i would play up the finances and i would also play up the time i think as long as you're really managing expectations if she really insists and she really wants you to be a bridesmaid um it's not as long as again you've managed those expectations of I'm not paying a lot and I'm not spending a lot of time on this. Then I think that like it's not a huge deal if it really would mean a lot to her for you to do that. I doubt it would, right. but like let's say worst case scenario, she's like she doesn't have any friends or she doesn't have many friends and she really wants you to do it. Like you've already set you've already set your boundaries and set your expectations. Like if you're doing what Nicole says, I totally agree. She should if she asks, I would be like again. I'm so flattered. I'm so happy for you guys. I just want to let you know, like, I'm really trying to save this year and I'm really, really busy with work. So I would hate to let you down and like not be able to attend some of the events or not mm-hmm. be able to like pay for a certain kind of dress that you want. Like, I would hate to do that to you. Um, so I, I think it'd probably be better if I wasn't a bridesmaid. But um, if you're okay, that being said, if you're OK with all of that, like I'm again, flattered and happy to be there. Cause it's kind of like, right. If not, like if you're kind of already laying it out there and she still really wants it, like it really is. And you're, and you're basically saying, I'm not going to any event, but, the, but the, but the wedding, um, right. then you've kind of like, you're doing what you want to yes. do. Mm-hmm. Really meant a lot to her. Like you're not really being phony. You didn't ask her to, she's the one who asked you. So if she's saying she thinks you're close and you're saying like, you're basically hinting that you're not, there's no reason to like be so blunt and be like starting right. shit with her. Right. But right. I agree with you. I think she should play up the finances. But I do think like if she pushes back, you are you've set your expectations. So if she asked you to buy an expensive dress. You can say just so you know, like I've already like like I told you before, like I can't really afford this. So like, yeah, I'm not going to be able to wear that. Like maybe she'll kick you out. But like you all you can do is say what you will and won't do or what you can right. and cannot do. Um, and I so can't I, that's how see I would do her. It. No, I agree with that fully. Exactly what you said, like even phrasing it like that. I, I, I really don't think she would push back because at that point, like any normal level-headed person is going to like see that you do not want to be in her, like you've set your expectations. You've, you've nicely, kindly said no. So I doubt she'll push back. And, and then like also for any brides listening, you know, I think, this kind of plays into a larger thing of like, you don't have to like put people in your bridal party just to put them in. Like, I think in most cases, like, you know who you want to put as your bridesmaids and you know them and their feelings towards you back for the most part. Like in my own bridal party, there's not one person that I can say like, 
oh, they probably didn't want to be asked. Like I knew they would right. all say yes. I knew it was very clear. Like they're all very good friends. Well, it, there was, I think, you know, I think it becomes harder when like we're two scenarios. One, you don't have a close circle of friends. seems like you mm-hmm. do. Yeah. Um, I definitely do. Like I, I, I have a sense of like who, you know what I mean? Of, I think I can feel out the room of like who would expect to be bridesmaid and who wouldn't. Um, Mm -hmm. so I think having like a preset circle of friends definitely makes this whole thing easier. And also like if you have positive relationships with like your family or your like in-laws or your like future in-law, like, you know, Mm sister-in-laws or something like that, like, I think that can make it like kind of a given. Mm -hmm. So, but I do think there are situations where it's like either like this person is like in name close to me, like they're my sibling or my sister-in-law or, um, I don't have that many friends. I think a lot of people right. just don't have like a, a huge group of friends. So they're kind of like, I have some people that I kind of speak to, or maybe I have one really good friend. Right. And then there's a few other people that I like, you know, I could ask, but right, I'm not right. really, you know what I mean? Like, I think, it, I think it becomes a lot harder in that scenario where you're like, that person wouldn't necessarily ask me if they had closer friends. We're close, but we're not that close. Right, right. I was actually a kind of last minute bridesmaid in a wedding from a scenario like that. It was one of Mike's good friends, wives or fiancés at the time, who I had grown close to through Mike and his friend. But she basically, she it was a long story. Like she needed one more bridesmaid. She wanted it to be even, whatever. And so I was kind of like a plan B, you could tell. Like it was just very much plan B. But like she kind of tested the waters by asking her fiance to talk to Mike since they're like best best friends right. about like gauging my like would Nikki want to be people call me Nikki outside of work and stuff would Nikki want to be um a bridesmaid blah, blah and so Mike like talked to me first and I was like yeah sure whatever I don't care like I was just like why not and she was like offering to pay for the dress and stuff so um yeah that I do see point of that story being there's definitely some gray area and I think it's case by case basis. Like you just have to kind of feel it out, feel it out and be honest and vulnerable. Do you want to read the second email? Yes. Let's get into it. Another bridal party one, but semi different. Hey, Betches, I have a bridesmaids question here. One of my bridesmaids, let's call her Brooke. That's one of my bridesmaids names, by the way, is the childhood friend. this in? (laughs) yes this is me subliminally asking for your advice okay uh let's call her brooke it's a childhood friend that isn't close with any of my other bridesmaids but knows them and has been around them many times over the years i'm starting to get the vibe that she doesn't want to be involved with the other bridesmaids at all her and i are very close and talk every day but she hasn't completely but she's been completely radio silent in all wedding group chats, not one response or even a react. She even straight up ignored a direct question. One of my bridesmaids asked her and ended up answering for her after a few hours to try and avoid any awkwardness. I don't expect her to be best friends with my friends, but I can't help but feel disappointed that she isn't involved in any conversation. My wedding isn't until 2022. So no batch or shower plans have been confirmed but it would be nice to feel like all my friends are equally excited about the upcoming events and give some feedback on ideas and batch destinations. We're just in the brainstorming stages right now, but she hasn't said one word. 
My fiance thinks I should check in on her and confirm she wants to be a bridesmaid, but I really don't want to be a bridezilla forcing her to text people back. Should I text her and tell her how I feel? Should I ask my maid of honor to reach out? Should I wait till should I wait it out and hope she becomes involved as times as time goes on? Ugh, help. My gut is telling me to hold off, but I don't know. I hate this feeling of disappointment. Thanks, ladies. Love the podcast. Okay. So I feel for her friend here because she doesn't... It sounds like the rest of the people know each other. She doesn't really know her. She's excited when she talks to her friend, but she's like in this group chat with people she doesn't know. And some people are really comfortable and like happy to like talk to other people, people that they don't know. I'm not one of them. So I kind of like relate to her friend here where she's like, these people are all friends. I don't really know them. So I'm like not... Like, I feel weird. Mm-hmm. I feel she probably feels like awkward or weird, like texting enthusiastically in this chat when she doesn't know anyone there. I wouldn't take it personally. I feel like the friend is taking this really personally, thinking that she's not excited. But if she's speaking to her one on one, seeming really excited, um, I think this might be like a like sort of in her head that the person's not excited. It's more about her just kind of like not right. feeling comfortable with people around people she doesn't know, which not everyone is. Also, real quick, just to jut in with the group sure. text thing, the, I will say like these big bridesmaids group chats are so overwhelming for me even, and I'm the bride. Yeah. Like, I when I when I first made mine for my bachelorette, that has like 14 people in it who I invited bridesmaids plus some friends. One of my friends doesn't know any of the others really she's met two of them like really quickly twice but she's kind of this one person I at the beginning I said here's everyone's numbers I put their name next to the number because think about it you've got to like the this person might not even have their numbers saved in the phone like it might just be a crazy overwhelming text from this person's point of view that's like popping off with different questions and reactions i don't the the group texts like that's what i was going to say like if she's being a little bit silent it might not be a personal thing towards you it might just be like the texts are overwhelming right but yeah on, i totally feel that too maybe she doesn't have time to like go back scroll back super long and read them. That's a great point. Um, But also, again, like it's like kind of like that plus not knowing anyone. I could I could see how she would miss a question or not be right. Super enthusiastic, like asking about talking to other people. What I would do if you really want to create this like bridesmaids, like friendship, which I don't think is necessary. Also, as a side note, but if that's something that's important to you, I would maybe arrange like a little like socially distanced like get together where people can like meet each other so she doesn't feel Mm -hmm. like so she can feel like a little bit more comfortable with these people like she knows them to some extent as opposed to they're just being like your random friends like she's probably doesn't want to fake this like weird relationship or enthusiasm first people she doesn't know so i would either like try to facilitate something where they can get to know each other um or i mean you could also, I mean, if you re- if it's really, really bothering you, if you're like really paranoid that she like doesn't want to have anything to do with it, you could say to her like, like, hey, I know that text that the chat gets like crazy. Um, like, yep. Did you want me to like introduce you to people like more on the side or like ha- maybe we create like a smaller text with like some other people? Like, I want you to feel really like, comfortable. I know you don't know that many people. Like, I would do it almost as a way of like you trying to help her. As opposed to being like, do you not? I think saying like, do you not want to be a bridesmaid is very. She'd probably think like, where like, where is that even coming from? I think that is not the approach to go. No offense to your fiance. 
Right. It's a guy. It's a guy. No, right. I fully agree. The side texting is the side checking in is such a thing, especially if they're your bridesmaid, you're close to them. I like just from personal experience, like I te- I'm texting a lot of my bridesmaids on the side about just their situations. Can they come to the batch or not? Like that kind of thing. Um, I think, yeah, check in with her just, and I love the idea of doing a dinner before all these wedding events start. Like even if it's just a couple of you that live in the same area, like get together, do a little drinks, dinner kind of thing. That's actually a very common that like, that's a known thing. Like you do a girls get together before, you know, before you go on this like trip, the bachelorette together. So at least Um, she can like know, feel like she knows someone that's not just you. mm Mm-hmm encourage everybody to follow each other on insta that's a good way to get them to be friends but yeah i mean i wouldn't I be would... into that but i can see how someone else would <laughs> i'd be like i don't want to follow all these random people that i now have to like unfollow after your wedding because i'm never going to speak to them again exactly but i would start True. with like some sort of dinner or some or brunch or some way for people to like informally get to know each other so she can feel more comfortable but also like if she's not that active in the group chat chat but she's active talking with you i would kind of just like be fine with it like she there's no rule that says all your bridesmaids have to be like super friendly like right if she seems as long as she doesn't seem like she's like completely miserable at the actual events i think it's okay if she's like a little quieter in the group chat you wouldn't want her to be like faking right feeling like she has is, to fake all this enthusiasm in the chat i love when bridal parties almost like have a buddy system in a way like this is why i tr- i would say like for any brides out there who haven't picked your bridal parties yet try to think in like at least groups of two like can you invite people to be in your like do you have bridesmaids that are at least friends with each other like two friends from college two friends from home two family people that know each other already that way like you don't have to have that one-off person but if it falls like that if you do have that one-off person that's fine I think just yeah put these things in place to like make sure they feel comfortable like do a dinner before um yeah you you could have the maid of honor reach out to her just if there's something specific she has to ask her maybe have like your maid of yeah, honor. But I, would, says, I would have her. Yeah. If she has a specific question, I would have the maid of honor ask, but I wouldn't right. have the maid of honor ask her like why she's not responding in the group no. chat. Like I would make it as friendly and like as positive as possible. Yeah. Yeah. With this one, I would just try to gauge how she's feeling on the side one-on-one if, yeah. if it's really that big of a note. But I, I do see that I, I agree with you. Like, I don't think she's not responding or reacting out of, intention because she like doesn't want to yeah i agree let's do another email hey batches love the pod it makes me feel like i'm not alone in all of this truly this has really gotten me through a lot of quarantine why do weddings have to be so stressful i need help i'm one of three sisters so i imagine my wedding day to be a joyous celebration for us girls prancing in a daisy field me in a white dress and them holding the train just kidding but you know what the vibe i'm talking about instead it's been anything but the idyllic vignette I am the middle child and I've never really had the spotlight. Nicole, I'm looking at you, LOL. My older sister has always... (laughs) So you know, we're all looking at you. My older sister has always had the brains, the career, and the attention, and most relevant now, a chronic health issue. My younger sister has always had her way. My family is not used to supporting and celebrating me. I got engaged during COVID and it seems that through all this all the pandemic, my new family has been celebrating the event way more than my biological one. 
fine, whatever. I guess they don't really know what to do since I'm the first in my family to get married. However, COVID has really caused a strain in the relationship between my two sisters in a way that makes it hard for them to speak to each other and for me to speak with them about each other. And they are my maids of honor. I'm put in a fucked up situation in which my older sister is bitter and jealous that I'm moving on first and therefore doesn't like to talk about the wedding or or about our sister and my younger sister is completely clueless about anything wedding related and opportunistic to a fault. She's not willing to spend money to come up and spend time with me. It's not a money issue. I feel like I'm so lonely in what is supposed to be a family affair. I wish my sisters would ask how they could help. It's hard to believe they haven't done that once. I wish they would think of how I feel through all of this instead of arguing who gets to stay at my fiance's guest house and how long they can stay and grumble about how they're happy they're not getting married, et cetera, et cetera. It feels like I'm missing something. Why am I the one worried about them? Any advice for a middle child who doesn't know how to ask for support? Is there a way to address how I feel? Do you see this happen a lot? What can I do to not be sad about this situation? Thanks for everything you do. XOXO, lonely girl. Did you feel that way, Nicole, as a middle child? No, I mean, actually, yes. That The middle child, it's like a known thing. We get shafted, so I feel you. Um, like, we just do. Like, the first one gets all the first. The last one's the baby. Middles often get overlooked. Mm-hmm. I'm a middle as well. Oh, really? I, I have five sisters. Oh, that's right. You're So you're the middle three brothers. two on <laughs> Oh. Oh, yeah, you have like a lot. And of I'm siblings. actually the middle daughter. So I have two young, uh, two younger sisters, three older sisters. So no one gives okay. a shit about me. <laughs> so <laughs> literally you get overlooked. So your parents don't even know you exist. Yeah, no, I kidding. feel this, you know, I know I feel I feel uh, I feel some semblance of this, too. I get it. Yeah, cool. OK, so middle children here. Um, I mean, it does suck that they haven't asked how they could help we always say like your bridesmaids and people aren't going to read your mind and like take initiative perfect initiative and do the task you want them to exactly do like you do have to give them a little bit of a nudge here and there when you want them to do something um it's but it does suck like even my bridesmaids will be like how can we help just like tell us how but is your is your sister doing that i know she has a kid and she's pregnant right no, she's honestly so busy with her life. Right. And so I do feel, but that's I what I'm saying. Like, this. like just yeah. because someone's like, I think there's a, this expectation of like, because someone's related to you that they have to like be doing all the things right. and like, or, or like be a part of the wedding in the same way. And I think that like, if you're someone who's established strong friendships, like you said, your friends are more asking than your, than your sister. Um, and I've had that too, where it's like, you should. I think this would be more disappointing if it was the people that you were truly the closest to. It doesn't sound like you're close mm-hmm. with that with that much with your sisters, but it, sound, it would be more disappointing with people that you were truly close with that you saw often. If those people weren't asking, I would kind of get it. But it sounds like you guys don't have that close of a relationship, which is fine. Not all family members right. are naturally close. I think that's like totally okay. So I would lean more. I would almost like not demand anything with my sisters and I would just lean more on the people that I'm actually close with. I would lean more on my friends. I would ask, mm-hmm. get my friends to hopefully get excited about the wedding. And then like, I would just minimize my sister's roles, even if they're brides, they're maids of honor. I would just like kind of, you know, tell them what they need to do in the very, or like what you would like them to do in a very, and make that as small as possible. Cause it doesn't sound like they're right. excited to be there or really understand it. You could say like maybe to your older sister, like, Hey, would love it if you did like I would just assign her like the smallest of tasks and ask her nicely. Just be like, 
Hey, not sure if you're busy with, would be so grateful if you could do this. And if she right. won't do it, find someone else to do it. Cause it's kind of like, right, right. you can't really force anyone to do anything. And like, it sounds like if she's not excited for you, it sounds like it's her own psychological issue, or maybe she feels bad again, that she's that you're getting married first, whatever mm-hmm. it is, you don't really have to t- spend time figuring it out, but I would just lean more on the people that you naturally feel closer to. Right. I think that's a good lesson learned. Like you do not. And for her, it's a little too late because they're already her maids of honor. Or Yeah, they're already her maids of honors, um, maids of honor. But I think good lesson learned that you don't always just because they're your sister or your family member doesn't mean you have to designate them as a maid of honor. Like, but even if they are like in this scenario, lean, definitely lean on your friends to help pick up some of the slack and help you. Um, and I think she she could too, like if she wants. I wouldn't harp on it too much because like she even says, like she's like, I'm I'm the one getting married, but I'm spending so much time worrying about them. Mm-hmm. But if she wants, I do think she could like, you know, sit them down and be like, look, you guys are my sisters. I chose you as my maid of honor because I love you, blah, blah, blah. Um, I really want you two to like be able to be be my maids of honor like speak to each other be a little more involved i think she can say that like i've taken my sister by the reins and been like i get it you have a child and you're pregnant but you your responsibility you is owe me the- <laughs> yeah well i've said physically i'm like do i lest we forget i planned your whole vegas shebang with 14 girls and was like a camp counselor when i was only like right. 23 yeah, I think you I think it's a great point. I agree with you. You could definitely say like it, it I kind of feel a little disappointed that like this isn't it doesn't seem like everyone's like excited and happy for me. Like it feels a little right. sad for me. And if they care about you, they'll sort of I think they will pick it up. And if they mm-hmm. don't like there's not much you can really do, I think. Right. Exactly. Don't like stress over it too much. If they don't like you said, like assign them little stuff that they can do. Um, be grateful for what they do and and move on. And if it yeah. makes her feel better, like I think in every scenario, like we have these bridal parties and stuff, but more and more recently, especially I'm seeing like audience members aren't even hat like our brides audience members. A lot of them aren't even having a bridal party because they, they're like, I do all the work anyways. Like the bride ends up planning her own wedding anyways. Like, yeah, it's really like I truly don't know that many like totally bridesmaids and maids of honors that are like planning that much and doing that much. I agree. And I feel like if it doesn't feel natural and additive, don't do it. You don't have to do anything. Do something that makes you that actually Mm -hmm. feels like natural and like you're doing something nice for people who are closer to you and you're doing something that will like allow you guys to spend more time together. Not like if it becomes a stressful thing, like fuck Mm -hmm. it. Right. Fuck it. That's our new motto. There you go. (laughs) Let's do some unpopular opinions. Yes, we love these. All right. So the first one we have, just because you're in the wedding party doesn't mean you get a plus one. Do we agree or disagree? I disagree. I think if someone's in your wedding party, it means they're like close enough to you that you like wanted them. They've they've spent a lot of time and money and energy being in your wedding party. And if they want, doesn't mean they have to bring a plus one, but I think you should always give them the option because like, I think it's a nice thing to do if it would make them feel happier 
I, right. I would do it. I agree with you. And I thought that you were going to disagree or <laughs> just because you, I, you, I, you mean agree. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, <laughs> no, I agree with you that, um, I disagree with this opinion <laughs> because <laughs> no, I agree. Like, that's the thing. It's like, if you're in the wedding party, I, and I'm usually like anti plus one. I'm usually like, nope, so-and-so doesn't get a plus one. Don't feel like you have to. But with the wedding party, like you said, you're asking them to be, a cl- you're, they're close to you. You're asking them to support you and have all these different bridesmaid duties or groomsmen duties. Um, I think they get a guest. And But when I do get frustrated, though, is when people have that and guest on their invitation and they like search far and wide and and you hear them say like, Oh, I need to find a guest or a, um, a date for Nicole's wedding. It's like, no, you don't, I'm giving you the option, but you don't have to have a date for my wedding. If you like truly can't find somebody, then like just come alone. Right. I think the point of it is like, if they did want to bring, if there was someone they did want to bring, you're happy mm-hmm. to have them, not that they should feel like they need to bring someone that you have to spend all this money on. But like, exactly. but if it would make them happier to bring someone, like let's say they're like everyone else is a couple and they feel like they would feel weird without it, like and they really want to find someone, like I don't care if they bear if they went on one date with them, like if it's for them, yeah. it's not for me. Right. If I say you know and I mean? guest, you get that guest. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So it's interesting because 64% of our audience agreed that just because you're in the wedding party doesn't mean you get a plus one. So, so our audience is very anti plus ones. So we disagree with them. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Um, agree <laughs> to disagree. Rehearsal dinner it doesn't have to be free open bar. What do you think? I agree. And this like gave me anxiety. Well, okay. So here's the thing. I think the rehearsal dinner, you do have to provide free drinks at the dinner. So if you want to provide like wine or beer, or maybe if there's a cocktail menu, I think you pay for whoever's paying for the rehearsal dinner does pay for drinks included in that dinner, but open bar. I don't know. Like, is that a thing? What's the difference? Like, there's a, there are rehearsal dinners where I, f- I feel like after the dinner is eaten, you you see that there's an open bar and people might con- – like it almost kind of turns into a welcome party and the people oh. and the yeah. hosts of the dinner are paying for that the whole time. I see what you're saying. So you don't have to do that, but like with dinner. Right. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't think any – it's funny. I don't think it's like – nothing has nothing has to be for your open bar like everything is very much dependent on your like financial situation and your budget so like it's i i disagree with anything that's like it has to be like this like obviously it's nice to have an open bar if that's something you can afford but if you can't like people will get over it i think they um people get over whatever you do obviously people Mm -hmm. always everyone always prefers open bar but i think what you said is a nice solution having something in the middle Right. That's what, just for anybody who cares, that's what we're doing at ours, I think. I, my in-laws are taking care of the rehearsal dinner. God bless them. Um, but we're doing where, like, you get everybody at the rehearsal dinner is, you know, their dinner and drinks as a part of that dinner are paid for. But then we're having a welcome party. Like, the restaurant will turn into, like, a welcome party thing. And that's where people who want to stop by will buy their own drinks. We're not that's fair. we're not doing the whole thing. Yeah. I think that's totally fair. 
All right. Mm-hmm. Last one. Photo booths are a waste of money. This is like the age old question we get oh, every sorry. five seconds. We forgot to say 68% of people agree with that the rehearsal dinner doesn't have to be free open bar. So people who can't don't want to do it. The audience is with you. Exactly. Photo booths are a waste of money. What do you think? It's so hard. I disagree with this statement that mm-hmm. they're a waste of money. I think if you, I think people like a photo booth, if it's there, people will use it. Does that mean yeah. I'm necessarily going to have one? I don't think I'm going to, honestly. I've gone back and forth on this, but for me, I'm like, I don't feel the need to spend money on that. So I guess in a way I'm agreeing with the statement, but um I don't know. What are your thoughts on a photo booth? Um, my thoughts are, I agree. Like, I think they're fun. If they're there, it's great. If they're not there, I'm not like complaining. I think they're not definitely right. not a waste of money. It's a nice like little take home token. I actually think they're better than like one of those like take home gifts at the end. Mm-hmm. Like, I think people like prefer a picture of themselves than a random mm-hmm. like tchotchke that like has your name on it. Like, right. I actually think they're pretty cool. I probably won't have one, but um, I think they're great. Not into them. That's how I'm I into am. Them. Like, I'm I'm gonna have a really great band. I want people dancing. I don't think I'm gonna have a photo booth, but like when I've gone to weddings that have them, I'm into it. It's fun. I always pop over, get a get a pic in a you know crazy paraphernalia that the photo booths usually come with, like a hat, right. which I doubt they'll have because COVID, but. Now, but um, okay. yeah, so 56% of people agreed or yeah, so 56% of people said that they are a waste of money. 44% disagreed that they're not interesting. Yeah. Well, those were good. Keep submitting your ones on the Betches at Betches Brides Instagram. Please email us your questions, your happily ever, ever after segment questions, your regular questions to brides at Betches.com. We love hearing from you and we'll be back next week to answer more of them. And guys, don't forget, we have a whole new Betches.com. I'm sure you've seen our whole new Betches Brides logo on our Instagram and even on this podcast. Um, but if you haven't checked it out, go to Betches.com and click on Brands and go to Betches Brides where you can see everything in the Betches Brides universe right there. Um, it's great. You can subscribe to our newsletter there. You can listen and see um, our podcast episodes. You can read about me and Jordana a little bit if you want. Um, everything's there. Go to Betches.com. Yeah. Till death do us part. The Betches Brides podcast is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com. Betches.